Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb. In for Colin Cowherd. And for the next couple of hours, I want to talk sports with you. From Poway to Escondido. All the way to Torrey Pines to Temecula. Now you got to be old school SoCal to know that. Huh? Man, we got a good show for you. Our guy Mike, Mark Medina is going to join us. He's our Fox Sports Radio and, uh, NFL uh, NBA insider. Then uh, Middlecoff is going to join us. You know his pod. It's on Collins Volume Podcast Network. Uh, John and I are going to go everything from... Well, I, honestly, like all that kind of matters now is what do the Bears do at one? Right? There's a lot of other stuff. What do the Bears do at one? And uh, who should the Niners hire as their defensive coordinator? All right. Um, Antonio Pierce is calling for the Mahomes rules. I do wonder if Antonio Pierce knows what the Jordan rules are. I'll, I'll explain upcoming. But um, let's talk some hoop a little bit. But also it's more about the way in which the sports in the media is broadcast, right? And it's really interesting because uh, even within Fox Fox and ESPN, CBS doesn't really do that, but you're you're actually listening to the only guy who's worked for all three places. Yes, this is, Doug Gottlieb can't keep a job at any of the three places, right? Maybe that's maybe that should be the the headliner. But the fact is that JJ um, Redick is a rising. Can I use the word burgeoning? It's a good word, burgeoning star. At ESPN and ABC. So much so that I believe he's going to be calling the NBA Finals with Doris Burke. Right? There'll be a three-person booth. 
And um, this week, he reappeared on First Take. And the whole sports world was reacting, or has been reacting, to J.J. saying this about Doc Rivers yesterday. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle of the season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no <laughs> there's never accountability with that guy. Well, there's never think. accountability. Right. So so it's it's and and of course this has this resonates more. Because J.J. played for Doc. J.J. played for Doc. He has the unique ability to actually, and and we rarely get this in sports. We rarely get the, uh, unless you're the scorned former player or the scorned coach, and even then it feels fairly transparent. Right? It's like, take RG3 for example. Like RG3 trying to rewrite history and trying to pretend like he was the good dude when it's pretty obvious he's the scorned guy from his time with Washington. And he wants to create a completely different image of what went down. And and that, honestly, to most of us in the business, especially the former players or coaches, like we see through stuff. I take special pride in... Anything I've said and done, especially in the world of basketball, which is my area of of expertise, you would never know what I actually think about the human being. You just wouldn't. Because I try and separate what I think about a person and what I think about their performance, player, or coach. It's a really hard exercise to do, but I, I challenge myself to do it. Whether I had a good interaction or bad interaction, that's not my job right now. My job right now is to tell you what I think about this team, this player, this particular moment. But to have J.J. Redick say, no accountability, same thing every year. It's like, damn, I guess J.J.'s experience playing for Doc was not all peaches and cream. As luck would have it, Doc, who used to work for Disney, ESPN, ABC... And J.J., who actually should be thanking Doc because J.J. Redick was never going to call the NBA Finals until Doc Rivers went back to the NBA. Like, it just wouldn't have happened. I'd like to think it would because J.J. has so many of the markings. I mean, he's a dookie. If you're a dookie, don't you have to be calling a big game? But he has so many of the markings of somebody who's he's very educated on the game. He has a good way of delivering and explaining uh, and trying not to lecture you. Right, he teaches without lecturing. He's got a little bit of swag to him. He's got some recency to him. He's not talking about a game that was played 15 years ago. Like, it, it all works. But he wasn't gonna get, he wasn't gonna get that gig, unless Doc bailed for the NBA. So I don't. know, Part of you goes like, man, shouldn't he be thanking Doc? Doc's son, Austin Rivers, who of course played some for his son and played some for his dad and the Clippers. Also worked for ESPN ABC. Just happened to be on TV yesterday, and this is what he had to say. It's just a strange coming from JJ. And I have some love for JJ. You're my dookie. You know that. You're my bro. I love you. <laughs> um, 
It's just your best years were with the Clippers. I don't think he saved your career, but I don't think it... I mean, I, this just seems a little bit weird. But in terms of accountability, like, what, what are we doing here? Your best years in the NBA were when you played for him in the Clippers. Let's not forget that. I don't know if there's, like, frustration there or there's tension there between you. I know a lot of times we had to sit you towards the end of the game due to defensive reasons. But you had your best years as a starter there, especially our whole system was drafted around you because you're a shooter. You're not a guy who could put the ball on the floor. You were a strictly shoot guy. You're not like Clay Thompson or Steph who can put the ball on the floor. You're a guy who could catch and shoot. And you did it at a high level. Hell of a career, by the way. Big fan. But your best years were under him. It's just very ironic and kind of weird that you have this energy towards him. The, the energy towards him is weird. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm going to call BS on one thing. They did not build a system around J.J. Redick. There was a guy named Chris Paul and a guy named Blake Griffin, and it was Lob City, and then they had DeAndre Jordan. Like again, it was a I, it was a very well constructed team that, for a myriad of reasons, never accomplished essentially anything of historic substance. I would point out that while it won't go down as a championship team, not even close. And forever, it's going to be Clipper cursed. The re- the actual reality is that team did something which was previously impossible. It made Clippers people. It made people in LA Clipper fans. Okay? It made people in LA Clipper fans. There was there's n- anyone who says they're a lifelong Clipper fan, including Billy Crystal, is a liar. Billy Crystal grew up in New York. He wasn't a lifelong, like his life started his first 20 years. I'm sure he wasn't a Clipper fan. He moves to Los Angeles. He becomes, he was that guy who was the first in the market Clipper fan. But there's lots of interesting parts here. Right? Lots of interesting parts here. Like Dukies aren't supposed to go at other Dukies. Teammates aren't supposed to go at their teammates. Former players, you don't go at your coach. And oh yeah, by the way, they both worked at ESPN. Like, whoa, isn't that hands off? Now he left and that's what happens when you leave. Anytime you leave a place, you'll have people that talk ish on you. That's, I learned that from former agent of mine, was a great friend. And he was like, hey, listen, everybody hates everybody. Just remember, everybody hates everybody. Like, really? Yep. But he's my, nope, everybody hates everybody. Unless they can make money with you or from you, and then they're your friend. Until they can't, and then everybody hates everybody. Okay. Um, I want to connect yesterday and today. Doug Gottlieb been for calling This is the Herd. So yesterday, JJ has this energy towards Doc. Then today, he gets in a debate with Stephen A. Smith, and this is where we kind of get to what I think JJ is actually Guilty of yesterday? And I don't know if I want to say it's the real problem with the media as much as it's the real problem with sports in general. Since when is it players' jobs to educate people on basketball? When did that become a thing? When did that become a thing? Isn't that our job? Isn't that our job? I'll answer. I'll I do answer that as my I'm, job. I'm, That's I'm, my job I'm, to educate I'm, people I'm on letting, basketball. I'm letting you speak, no, and then I, I'm, I'll I'm, answer. I, I'm, it's our job, Stephen A., to educate mm-hmm. people on basketball. It's okay. our job. And here's the reality. This is the okay. ecosystem we live in. I can do a okay. video on my podcast. I can do a video on my podcast where I break down the last nine games the Pelicans have used Zion Williamson as the primary ball handler and what type of actions that has led to. I looked it up this morning. 54,000 views on YouTube. But I want to call out a coach yesterday. Oh, 
That gets tens of millions of engagements. That's the ecosystem we live in. So do fans actually want to be educated or not? Mm-hmm. Do they? It's a great question. And the answer is yes and no. I view, and I think we could all, if we cut away our ego, uh, I think we would all agree that hot take, the, the hot take movement in sports, much like the debate uh, movement in, uh, in news television, okay? all that is, is like junk food. And just like junk food or the American diet, we as Americans are hooked on it. We know it's bad for us. We know it's divisive. Okay. We know we're going to wake up the next day and be like, oh God, why did I, I love Popeye's. I love it, but God bless. There's no amount of gym work that's going to, uh, that's going to overtake the fact uh, that your caloric intake is through the roof, as well as all the sodium, all the chole- the cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, et cetera, et cetera. Hot takes are junk food. Right? And educated film watching breakdowns, man, that is a healthy, healthy amount of veggies. That's a salad. That's keto. Right? That's... Inter- even intermittent fasting is I, I'm sure it works for people but the whole idea that you can intermittent fast and eat, what, eat whatever you want like no you can't eat whatever you want you can't go like well I'm not going to eat for 15 hours of the day 18 hours a day then I'm going to pound some Milky Ways and I'll be good like nee, it doesn't work that way right? and the truth is that your diet should be like your sports intake everything in moderation like, look, I know lots of people who've run into this where they just love sports, love talking about the 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 granular X and O, uh, what a coach did, a move, an adjustment. Hell, uh, we were supposed to have Rosillo on today. Rosillo's a perfect example of that, right? Didn't grow up as like a hardcore hooper, loves it. That dude watches tons of game and tape and has educated himself to the point that he knows what he's looking at. But then you get to the JJ's dilemma is like, look, just because I know what I'm looking at and know what my opinion is, one, it doesn't have the credibility of having played, coached, or worked in the NBA. And two, do people actually want that? Like what what JJ's saying is right. Like, dude, I do a breakdown. Nobody cares. It actually explains. And then I, I say, you know, Doc Rivers, there's no, no never any accountability. And that spikes through the roof. Now, the magic to it, is having a take and supporting it with video, is teaching and educating and then promoting and using that to be your take. Let me tell you why Zion Williamson can be a superstar in the NBA. Look at how they're using him. This changes everything. Or having Zion Williamson and have all that stuff and then show the fact that he doesn't really dunk on people anymore because he's been so heavy. It's I talk to NBA people like, they're, it's sad. He doesn't have any explosiveness anymore. Instead of saying, Zion Williamson's a bum. He's fat. He's worried about social media, right? Instead, just like support it with actual evidence. And now all of a sudden, it's like throwing in a salad when you got something bad for you. Which I think is why they put the asparagus. It's always good to have asparagus when you go to a steak place. You guys ever do that? Like you eat a steak, but then you make sure you have an asparagus. 
You're like, no, 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 I had the asparagus. That cleans out all this, the bad steak stuff. So I, I look at this thing and I think that JJ is, he's been dropped into this world which looks like something that he's starting to figure out, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And it's really, really hard to come off of fast food because it's full of sugar and salt and things that we become addicted to. Just like the hot takes or just like, uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you honest to God. So I worked at ESPN and I, I want to make sure that this is a clear statement. I've worked at ESPN, at CBS and at Fox and people ask, what's the best? Whoever, whoever the check, like they're all different. They're, it's. They're, honestly, they're all cool. They all have a flaw or something I could pick apart. My time there was awesome. But the fight that a lot of us always had is like, do we always have to do a Duke topic? Do we always have to do a Kansas topic? Do we always have to do those? Even in sports radio. Do I have to talk about LeBron all the time? Right? Thank God Tom Brady retired because between Tom Brady and LeBron, like that was the rundown to so many shows, especially ones on TV. And to people outside of the industry, like, why do you always talk about LeBron? Why do you always talk about Tom Brady? The answer is in JJ's answer, which is people care. And our job is to talk about what more people care about. But Who's going to be brave enough to collectively wean America off of fast food? That's really what it comes down to. I mean, I'll actually commend the FS1 guys because though they still, the topics are still, you know, kind of the same. The tone is, I, I believe, has changed on FS1 network-wise. It's much more discussion an actual substantive sort of debate and it's thoughtful as opposed to first take is still yelling and screaming, which look, dude, there's a place in sports and sports arguments for yelling and screaming. I know I have tons of friends and one of them I was driving home yesterday and we not yelling and screaming, but we got into a, a debate over something I talked about yesterday. But it's like one of those things we know it's bad for us. We know it creates these unrealistic expectations, these awful uh, labels, okay? People say things out of anger or attempt to be funny, and they're just, I mean, just kind of cruel towards some athletes or some coaches. And the worst part is completely uneducated. But you love it. You love it. It's our diet. And weaning off it, also means weaning off of viewers. You know? I mean, look, is there a world there where you can... I mean, part of the reason he only got 54,000 views on a breakdown was because it's the Pelicans and because it's not... But part of it is it didn't have the machine of ESPN behind it and it didn't become viral. Something goes viral, no matter how small it is, it blows up. So the reality is, had he done the same breakdown of, say, LeBron James not moving on defense... You know, and he picks apart like, well, here's the real reason that the Lakers aren't any good. And he starts breaking about and then he, he he puts it with a take hot or lukewarm, if you want, on first take. And then ESPN blowtorches it out. Well, then it would probably there is again, that's the everything in moderation. And honestly, isn't JJ guilty of the same thing by yelling out that. 
It's never about accountability, and he didn't provide substance. He didn't provide a story. He didn't provide a background. All we think is, well, J.J. played for him. He must never be accountable. That's it, chapter and verse. But then he's asking, isn't it our job, right, to educate sports fans? It is. Okay, J.J., here's the challenge. Explain to me how when you played for Doc Rivers, he lacked accountability and how that affected your team's performance. Do that. That's doing your job. But it's really hard because you're trying to wean people off of the fast food. You're trying to wean people off of the sugar that is hot takes. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with Discover Card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. Coming up next in the herd. Uh, what are the people in the know, people in the league, saying about the Bucks and their struggles since Doc Rivers has come aboard? You'll find out next in The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Uh, Mark Medina joins us. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. And Mark, uh, most everybody around the NBA talking um, about J.J. Reddick's comments saying never there's never accountability with Doc Rivers. But um, inside the league, you know, coming off the All-Star break, talking to everybody, uh, why hasn't it been a smoother transition for Doc Rivers? Yeah, Doug, it's a great question. I think the larger point, uh, you know, when Adrian Griffin was there, interim, when Doc Rivers uh, was just hired, the common denominator is the Bucks sorely missed Drew Holiday. Uh, he, he's been, he was a huge defensive player. He was, a, he was counted as an underrated defender for a while in the league. And so that's the main thing. But I do take issue with, you know, Doc's recent comments where he's not, really taking ownership of what he signed up for. No one forced him to take a job mid-season without a training camp. And so while you certainly don't want to diminish those factors, um, you know, it doesn't help the situation. They've gone three and seven without him. And while there have been some defensive improvement, there hasn't been enough consistency. They laid an egg against the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, with basically their G League roster. And so while I do pin a lot of that on the personnel, and as much as I like how Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard have played together as a duo, they can still be better. Um, you know, Doc has to take ownership in the lane that he has, that he's responsible for trying to get the best out of what he has. Okay, but but there is a, I mean, there's a real thing in terms of not having a training camp. Right, I mean, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you can't install, you can't install, you can't change any defenses. Like, do people understand how hard that is? It's a real thing, for yes. sure. But yes. no one forced Doc to take a job when the Bucks approached. No, him. no but but what he's that. what he's trying to do is he's trying to create realistic expectations. You know, I mean, and and look, what JJ said, what JJ Reddick said in regards to uh, it's hard for a player to be traded. Yes, it is because again, because you don't have training camp, and uh, you know, you, you you don't have a chance to just install stuff. I like, yeah, everybody runs about the same place, but they do things a little bit differently. And I think it's a real thing. Um, I, look, I, I think it's going to be the most interesting thing in the sport. It actually makes the Bucks, who are completely uh, uninteresting for so long, interesting now, right? It's like this, are, are they actually worse with Damian Lillard than they were with Drew Holiday? And you bring in Doc Rivers, who's supposedly great with dealing with star players. And if he can't get them on the same page, who actually can? And and these are also a couple of stars who are beloved as people, right? right. In in the, that's the difference, right? It's not like James Harden, who people are like, eh, doesn't play defense, over dribbles the ball. It's not like they're they're stars that people don't like. Everyone loves Damian Lillard. Everyone loves Giannis. And if you can't get them to coexist and work towards a championship, like man, that does say something about those two that we didn't previously think. No doubt, and I think we're we're in complete agreement that you don't have a training camp. That does change a lot of things, but uh, I think the subtle differences is, is you know this is a team that's expected to contend for a title. They're sure. in the top of the Eastern Conference. This isn't a team that's teetering toward the bottom. To your point, all good guys that that, that get along well, and so I think it's it's more of the messaging and ownership that I'd rather hear from him. Look, we're all dealing with different challenges, but we're in it together, all hands on deck. We all got to be better as opposed to trying to isolate himself as if he was inheriting some really sure. tough circumstances that he already knew he was signing up for when he was approached about the job. Totally, to- totally fair. Mark Medina joining us. Um, okay, so the trade deadline is passed. We do have, you know, some of these, the, it was buy, buyout season or whatever. Um did adding Spencer Dinwiddie change at all how people look at the Lakers? 
Uh, I don't think it changes. I think that it helps. It was a great move. It was a cheap move. Um, he fulfills positional needs, and the Lakers have a lot of them with outside shooting. Um, but I think the reality is the Lakers, their ability to possibly make some headway, um, it really hinges on what we've always known before. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, they got to stay healthy. they got to stay consistent. Uh, their supporting cast has to... Uh, you know, also provide them a, a de facto third option that you can rely on a consistent basis, and they got to be healthier. And while I'm not under any illusion that okay, that they can win a title with all these things align well, there is a pathway for all those three things to hit well. I mean, when you when you're looking at LeBron and AD specifically, the games that they've played this season, it's already eclipsed some of their games that they were available for in previous seasons. LeBron played 49 games this season already. In 2021, only 45 because of injuries. Anthony Davis, he's played 52 out of 56 this season. You know, in 2021, only 36 games, 21, 22, 40. And so while we shouldn't be naive to the fact that injuries could creep up at the worst time for them because LeBron's in his 21st season, AD's injury history is what it is. They've given... I think a pretty good sample size that they're going to be able to manage things well. The organization's going to manage things well. And when they've been on the floor, they've played at a high level. You know, as far as everything else, D'Angelo Russell, he's always going to be an up and down player. But I think with the fact that, you know, there's more continuity with the starting lineups and the rotations, there can at least be more fallbacks than some of their other guys that they weren't able to get earlier in the season. Um, I the people I talked to like you know who the best team is and I was like the Nuggets nope <laughs> the that the they don't want to say it but they know it's true it's the it's the Clippers right it's the Clippers and you have a coach who's won a championship right a coach who's great with adjustments he's got it seems like he's got buy in from uh, two that have struggled with buy in in the past and that's Harden and Westbrook right he's got Westbrook coming off the bench not complaining about it. Um, what? But does the league think that the Clippers can actually continue along this path as we get to when it really matters? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I got no rooting interest, but just the philosophical thing. I, I knocked you know on wood here because they have to obviously have to be healthy given their their durability history or lack thereof. But philosophically, they are hitting all the right notes, and I don't put them as a favorite per se, but they're among the realistic contenders. They have done seemingly almost everything right ever since that initial five-game losing streak to open James Harden's debut here. And what it's been, Russell Westbrook not only volunteered to come off the bench, but he's excelled in that role. James Harden, he hasn't been resorting to just doing step-back threes. He's embraced the facilitating role. He's not known and will ever become a defensive stopper by any means, but he's at least put forth the respectable effort when it comes to, you know, not declining assignment, being involved with team schemes. And when you're looking at the numbers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, their efficiency is off the charts with moving off the ball. It's fewer shots, but easier shots. And while everything is going to revolve around those four players, they still have decent amount of depth around them. Norman Powell is a great two-way player. He embraces any role that he has. Avisa Zubats is a serviceable rim protector. And Ty Lue, you know, with this group or when he was managing all sorts of overlapping lineups because of injuries in the past, 
and with Cleveland, the common denominator with him is he's always been known to make the best adjustments, make the best out of rotations, and really make feel guys both empowered and accountable. So, yeah, the, don't be surprised if we see a championship parade in L.A. here, and it's not the Lakers, it's can the you, Clippers. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? And they're opening up their new building, and uh, that would the, next year that would be amazing. Mark Medina joining us for Fox Sports Radio NBA Insider. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. So heard on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. Um, Clay Thompson. It's one thing to have a former star player coming off the bench. We've seen that with Westbrook. He didn't adjust to it well initially. Uh, it's another thing to have. You, you know, he had thirty-five one of the first nights off the bench. But there's also some body language stuff. Um, how, how does this end in Golden State? How, how does it? How does it end in terms of what they do moving forward? Yeah, uh, it's very turbulent and fluid, but I predict they're going to resign Clay Thompson. He'll he'll play with them the rest of his career. I think you know we're not going to see the kind of uh, extensions that he had as far as max figures. He's well past that. Um, so I think with Clay, while we saw some frustration there, knowing how he is. I think that he will be adaptable and coachable to a new role. I think it really just comes down to, at his point of his career, Doug, ability. Um, you know, we've seen him show flashes of pre-injury clay in terms of his shooting and then, you know, some streaky games. But defensively, he just hasn't been the same player that he, he was pre-Achilles, pre-ACL injury, where he's defending the best perimeter player, best wing player. Part of that has been because, you know, they got reinforcements. When they won the title in 2022, Andrew Wiggins was taking that primary responsibility, but he's not the same player this season on either side of the floor. So I think that when it comes down to it, because partly his market value is going to diminish, they're going to conclude it's much easier to keep Clay than it is to see what you can get in the open market in any type of sign-in trade. And I think with Clay, he'll also come to the same conclusion that he's better off staying with the Warriors than trying to fit in elsewhere. But it, it just has been a very turbulent time for him ever since he's come back from his injuries where he's not the same player. And even if he does have the buy-in and he has flashes of what he's shown before, defensively, I just haven't seen him be that player that he once was. No, no, his, his, his body let him down. You combine that with the old-fashioned father time and, and you know, the margin's slight as guys are younger and um, and maybe coming out the bench, you, you play again. One of the things about coming out the bench, you're playing against in lesser players. It gives you a chance to to uh, succeed um, and and still contribute and still be close to what you used to be. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how he how he buys into that and what it evolves into. He's Mark Medina. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. Mark, you're the best man. Thanks for joining us. Doug, right back at you, my friend. Thanks for having me. Let's get to Ryan Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Hello, Ryan. Doug, my friend, good to be here with you. Let's transition here to some NFL, National Football League, and we'll talk Russell Wilson. You got Chad Johnson saying that he's hearing from a little birdie. Wilson will end up with the Steelers. Odds makers, they seem to agree, as these Steelers are now being listed as the favorites to be Wilson's next team, according to DraftKings, at minus 250. Other teams being listed as the Raiders, followed by the Falcons, and then uh, returning to the Broncos at plus 750. He ain't coming back to the Broncos. Like, that's not happening. 
Like that is you literally. The it, odds would tell you yes, it is quite a long shot. That's that's taking money and throwing it out the window. If you're not that people bet on these things, most people don't. There's not a big handle on them. Low stakes, yes. Um, but this is weird, right? If you couldn't work for a quarterback whisperer like Sean Payton. If your ball didn't have great life in the altitude of Denver. <laughs> Where Peyton Manning saw a resurgence after he couldn't feel his fingertips and a couple neck surgeries. Co- correct. <laughs> like, Pittsburgh? Like, sure. Pittsburgh? I just... I, I will tell again, you this. Again, I, I understand. Like, look, Mason Rudolph's a friend. Uh, so, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But, like, uh, Mason Rudolph was better last year in limited than, than Russell Wilson was. Like, they... His level of frustration, he's not the athlete he used to be. He doesn't have the arm he used to have. And Sean Payton grew increasingly frustrated with the with the fact that he would can do his own thing. I mean, I don't know. And he doesn't actually read a defense all that well. Like, that's actually the big thing is Russell Wilson, who is a bright guy, is not he, he it's he's not Payton back there breaking stuff down. So I don't yeah, I mean, I I guess Pittsburgh thought if we just have anybody who can do anything close to, but I don't see that one. That that was going to be my selling point. Is this is something that Collins been on for a while with a longtime veteran defensive head coach in Mike Tomlin? Is that perhaps his mindset is from a much more conservative space of we just need more of a game manager who can be efficient and not turn the ball over. And that's essentially exactly what Russell Wilson was last year. His first year with the Broncos under Nathaniel Hackett was straight up bad, like terrible. And then he was greatly improved under Sean Payton this year, but mostly in the efficiency in terms of high completion percentage, didn't turn the ball over a ton, which led to a good passer rating. Now, why that doesn't work for Sean Payton is, first and foremost, the contract. You can't just have a guy being well, okay and efficient with that high of a cap oh, number Okay, coming. so, so that, that that's part of it. What right. does the contract look like? Exactly. Right? Like, if he's making, like, league minimum, again, I don't love... I still don't love it for the Steelers because they play sure. every game outdoors. Right. Um, but I, you know, and I don't think... Has he worked with Arthur Smith before? That That's my, that's my other question. I don't believe so. Yeah, I... That's why most people thought... Uh, Mariota would be the guy. Would be a guy who because he he brought Mariota. Of course, they had a bad falling out yeah. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But is there, you know, and that's you know, you kind of track all these different guys and try to figure out. Okay, will they bring in Tannehill? Who would it be? It does seem like an odd fit that way. I do agree, and maybe it's as simple as Sean Payton was done with it. He doesn't want to deal with it anymore. And then if the Steelers can get him as a bargain, that's where they'll end up. And we'll change gears to college football and finish with this. A lot of changes across the landscape for college football. And we now have another update for next season's 12-team playoff and the selection criteria. All right, go for it. Okay. So this is essentially following the collapse of the Pac-12 because they had sort of agreed in principle prior to that. And now they've adjusted it. The board of managers have agreed. Five highest ranked conference champions followed by the next seven highest ranked teams. What does that really mean? Basically, your big boy conferences like the Big Ten, SEC, Big 12, ACC, those are likely going to be the teams that automatically get in by winning their conference. Right, there'll, be, there'll be one that doesn't, but there's only five major conferences because exactly. the pack went away. And now you're basically Which, by be the way, this with... is what we should have done a long time ago, only it should have been eight. 
right? Then you have five conferences and then three at-larges. You got eight teams. That's the best. Right. And then so from what you were referencing, that final spot of a conference champion, yeah. highest strength to get in Group is of somewhere. Five. Yes. The yeah. AAC, Conference USA, Mountain West, Sunbelt, Mid-American. And then from there, that's when you're going to start getting the second best team in the Big Ten, second best team in the SEC out of the seven highest ranked after those. I mean, five you can kind of you can kind of do the math already, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. You do all five conference champions, right? And then you have seven spots, so you're going to have probably three for the SEC. Now we got four left. Two for the Big Ten. Now we got two left. <laughs> One from uh, the Big Twelve. One extra maybe. one from the one probably one from extra from the Big Twelve and one extra one probably from the ACC. Yep. And there's your college football playoff. And that's Ryan Music with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd lie news. The Bears are gonna draft Caleb Williams. I don't know, but I know. I'll tell you how I know. You know? Next in the herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio, every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hi it's the herd the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals and DraftKings sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down it's fantastic super easy to get started with DraftKings. if you're a first timer really easy try betting on something like a team to win go to DraftKings sportsbooks app select your team and place your first bet it's that simple really download the DraftKings sportsbook app now it's easy 90 seconds use the code herd h-e-r-d that's code herd for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks only on DraftKings. the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Daniel Jeremiah, of course, Move the Sticks is the podcast. You'll hear him on Fox Sports Radio on our local affiliate AM570 uh, in Los Angeles. Of course, he's the analyst for the LA Charger games. DJ, who's the lead draft analyst for the NFL Network, has his new mock draft out. And he has the Chicago Bears drafting Caleb Williams. And he says, quote, there'll be a lot of debate on what the Bears should do with this pick leading up to the draft. But I still think it makes sense for them here. Look, I could talk myself out of uh, of Caleb Williams if I'm the Bears. I, I I definitely think they could talk themselves out of it. Didn't have a great year. Had some immaturity stuff, right? Um, he's got a lot of footwork stuff to clean up. Tries to make the home run throw. Um, and 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 honestly, there hasn't been the development he's had has been in game. He hasn't. Remember, he went to Oklahoma and he didn't have. Uh, he didn't, I don't believe he had a senior year. And then he goes to Oklahoma and halfway, like a couple games in the season, he becomes a starter and he just kind of takes off like a rocket ship. And, and it's, there's no real kind of development slowly but surely. So it's going to take a little bit. And you could talk yourself out of it. You could say, hey, man, this is Caleb Williams, huge hype machine behind him. He's from D.C. The commanders obviously, obviously want him. You could get whatever it says on that card for trading for a guy. You get that plus one. You may be able to get a Herschel Walker type of trade for Caleb Williams. And you can rebuild your entire franchise. And you can do what, hell, the Niners did, which is you get kind of any accurate, smart, solid, athletic quarterback in the draft. And then you put an all-star team around him, and you're going to have great. You could do all those things, and it probably makes more sense considering, like, look, the Bears... They sort of fix their offensive line late. They fix the defense some with one with one trade. But man, you could just load up, load up, and have guys under rookie instead of just having a quarterback under rookie. Plus, you have another pick in the top five that you could keep or deal or whatever. You could still get. There's plenty of elite pros. Jane Daniels still a hell of a player. But the Bears are going to draft Caleb Williams. Do you know why? Well, obviously, it's kind of it's 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 uh, 
it stood the test of time that you could just read the list of Bears starting quarterbacks in our lifetime. Okay? I'll, I'll just give you the ones in my lifetime. Bob Av- Avellini? No idea. Mike Phillips? Vince Evans? Jim McMahon, of course, famously led them to the Super Bowl, but that team is not known for Willie Galt. That team is barely known for Walter Payton. That team is known a little bit for Richard the Refrigerator Perry, but mostly because it had the best defense most of the world has ever seen. That and the 2000 Ravens, two best defenses you've ever seen. And probably Legion of Boom, when they just dismantled and dismembered Peyton Manning in New York. Like, those are the best defenses. That's why they won. So Jim McMahon, Mike Tomzak, Jim Harbaugh, Peter Tom Willis, yes, that's right, a guy named Peter Tom Willis was quarterback, starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Steve Walsh, Eric Kramer, Dave Craig, Rick Meyer, uh, Steve Stenstrom, Moses Marino, Cade McNown, Jim Miller, Cordell Stewart, Kyle Orton, Rex Grossman, Jake Cutler, Jason Campbell, Matt Barkley, Jimmy Clausen, Mitch Trubisky, of course. But Mitch Trubisky is essentially the reason. They had a chance at Pat Mahomes. They didn't take him because... The ceiling was high, but so was the floor. Mechanical cleanup, some immaturity issues. Sound familiar? Because they missed on Pat Mahomes, there is 0.0.0% chance they're going to trade, and instead they're going to draft Caleb Williams. More Radio Genius like that coming up next in The Herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand, in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 